Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, you found it, the daily show for small business owners. And by what I can find, it's the only daily live stream for solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm your host, Pat Miller, The Idea Coach. This is a time for us to get together to learn about what's going on in the news, get to know one another, and have a coffee break with your coworker, especially if you don't have them. That's the point of Small Business Mornings. And just an aside quickly, before we get into the news and all the other stuff, you know what's really important about this show, especially if you're seeing it on LinkedIn? It's real. We're going to talk about good days and bad days. We're going to talk about how being a small business owner is great and awful at the same time. And we're going to talk about what it feels like to get ready for the day because you know what? Newsflash. Zero people in the world wake up zen-like, perfect, motivated, fit, mentally aware, confident, smart, awesome at selling, whatever it is that they're telling you that they are every day, nobody's like that. And on this show, I have the courage to come on and say, you know what? Here are the things I'm bad at. And here are the things you struggle with. And maybe, maybe, maybe if we all set the show down to a side and we're real with one another, maybe we can all get where we're going with our small business. So if you would like that to be in your life, that's what Small Business Mornings is all about. You and me learning how to small business together. On today's show, we've got some fun news. All of the sad, awful news are down there. That's down there in the ticker. So if you want the sad, awful news, it's right down there in the ticker. But the fun news on today's show, it's Taylor Swift's world. We're all just living in it. There's a new tweet from Elon Musk that might give us a clue about what he's up to with the future of Twitter. We're going to recap yesterday's Idea Slamathon because it went awesome Thank you so much for participating. And a meme of the day that just hits home on Thursday before Labor Day weekend. One last thing for us to play with, the question of the day. What's a bad habit you're trying to break? Is there a bad habit you're trying to break? Let's share it. And if you're with us this morning, say hello in the comments, will you? That way the algorithm overlords that control my self-esteem will remind me that I'm not shouting into the void. Good morning, Teresa. Great to see you this morning. So before we get in the news, let's do our caffeine check. Caffeine check sponsored by the Backstage Brainstorm, a meetup of viewers of the show to get to know one another coming to you on September 13th. We're going to do some networking and we're going to do an idea slam brainstorm together. September 13th, if you care to join us, we will put up the QR code here while we do our caffeine check. So I've got this commitment to fitness, right? But here is my commitment level. I got up early this morning. I thought, you know, 
I'll get my workout in before I do the show. Ha ha, here we go. So I get my little headphones on. I tie my little shoes. I march up to the treadmill. Awesome. I'm going to do this. I had plenty of time to do it. I boop, start the treadmill. It starts up. I start walking. And then I'm like trying to get Netflix to work. Because in no world am I just going to walk on the treadmill without watching Netflix. So I'm walking, I'm walking, and Netflix got signed out. So I'm trying one email, not working. I'm trying another, you know, and when you're signing into Netflix, you're like P-A-T, like you're using the remote. It's not like a keyboard. So I'm getting more and more and more frustrated. Finally, networks just Netflix would not work. Would not work. Every password, every everything, 10 minutes later, it wouldn't work. So did I stay on the treadmill for the time? No. Workout over. (laughs) I am so dedicated to my fitness that when Netflix didn't work, I'm out. I'd rather be fat than bored. Pretty much where I'm at in my life. Because treadmill time is not fitness time. Treadmill time is Peaky Blinders time. Let's be real. So that is my commitment to this physical specimen that intimidates you all every day here on your web stream. Okay, let's get into the news, shall we? It's Taylor Swift's world. We're all just living in it. Taylor Swift, as you know, is the boss and the queen of our culture and our new media landscape. And there's another thing that was announced this morning that will underscore how she's just playing the game at a different level. You know the Eras Tour that she's been doing, and she's been touring the country just killing it. It's the biggest thing since microphones. She's put the entire country into a frenzy, and every parent feels like they must acquire tickets to this show. Well, it's already passed a billion dollars, a billion dollars in concert tickets, and projections say it could go over two billion. That is a thing. But here's the news that was broke yesterday or today that I think is really significant. Starting October 13th in a movie theater near you, they're going to show a movie of the concert. Now think about that. What is the most unique thing about the Eras Tour? And why are people freaking out about the Eras Tour? I would contend it's not just the music that everyone loves. The reason why people are freaking out about the Eras Tour is you can't get into the Eras Tour. So this concert is going to be put into a documentary kind of form, and it's going to be shown in movie theaters across the country starting October 13th. It's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant because millions and millions of people are going to go see that and still want to come to the tour. It's so smart. It's just on a different level. And of course, she's playing with numbers. Tickets for adults are 1989. Get it? And tickets for kids are 1313. And then, of course, it's extra money if you want to go to the Dolby Theater or the IMAX or whatever. It's just incredible. And it caused me to think, I wonder if this is a way that movie theaters can stay relevant. Because 
big movies are rare now and then. But what if they basically become big living rooms to go see something? Because the technology is fantastic and the seats are comfy. And by the way, that reminds me of a pro tip. If you're doing business events, like if you're the type of person that does a business event and you're looking for a great meeting space, movie theaters are really excited to rent a movie theater to you for a meeting during a day. Like you want to do an 11 a.m. meeting at a movie theater or a 10 a.m. meeting at a movie theater on a weekday. They are really easy to work with. I've done this before. Great acoustics, comfy seats. They've got all the food and drink available if you want to do that. And they're really eager to work with you most times. So movie theaters are a great rental opportunity if you're looking for a place to do your thing. Uh, Just a pro tip on that. But kudos to Taylor for coming up with that because it is uh, really smart. And Teresa makes a great point. It makes it affordable to see a concert for those that don't mind watching it on the big screen. And let's be real. Let's say Lambeau Field had an Eras tour. And what would that be? 80,000 people cram in to see Taylor way down there. What are you doing? You're watching it on the big screen anyway. That's what you're doing at these giant venues, unless you spend the gazillions of dollars to be close enough to see it, you know, with your real eyeballs. Otherwise, You're jamming out to the great sound. This is me jamming out. You're jamming out to the great sound and you're watching the screen in the first place. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good point, Teresa. Thank you for that. If you're just joining us, this is Small Business Mornings. It's the daily live show exclusively for small business owners. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. All right. Let's talk about Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter, even though it's now called X, but let's talk about Twitter. And despite what many people think, Twitter may, I'm using that with emphasis, Twitter may have a clue as to what's going on. So Elon bought Twitter. We all know that. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. And as soon as he got his hands on Twitter, he started making changes. And some of the changes were really unpopular because maybe they weren't a good idea. And some of the changes were unpopular and villainized simply because they're changes. We don't like change. If you're a Twitter user, you like the way it's always been. And now things are moving around. And oh my gosh, this whole platform is going in the garbage, right? I'm not an Elon apologist, but I'm really intrigued by what his vision is of Twitter. Because by all accounts, why would he spend, I think it was $44 $44 billion, if I remember correctly, he must see something more with that platform than what it is because Twitter is famously underclocked when it comes to making advertising revenue. So there must be something in his head that he sees that nobody else doesn't, or that, that we don't, and that would be pretty much on brand because he's made a lot of money seeing things we don't. So regardless of what you think about Twitter, here's what Twitter is doing. They are reporting, so I can't validate it, but they are reporting that they're hitting all-time traffic highs. So all of us that think it's dying, it may not be dying. But here's the news story this morning. He tweeted something that I think is pretty intriguing. Pretty intriguing. 
Now, again, let's try to be objective about this. All right. So even if you hate Elon, let's just set that aside for a second and talk about his tweet. Here's the tweet that made me go, oh, maybe there's a future for Twitter. Video and audio calls coming to X, Twitter, works on Apple, Android, Mac, and PC. No phone number needed. X is the effective global address book. Now think about that. Calls coming to Twitter. Now, if you're a Twitter user, why do you use Twitter? Because you follow people that you think are interesting or you communicate your thoughts and ideas through Twitter. It becomes kind of a de facto news source that you curate and sometimes a social source about the things you're interested in or whatever. But they're making changes like they've swung open the doors to content creators to get paid by Twitter for creating content. Now, if you can make voice and video calls through Twitter. That's intriguing. Now, I'm not saying it's the right thing, but it's intriguing. And I want you to be aware of your knee-jerk reaction with this story. Change. Ugh. Change Elon bad. Okay, just, I get it. Some people don't like him. But I'm trying to look at this as a business idea, as an observation of what is he up to? Because if through the one app you got your curated news feed or your interest groups or whatever you use Twitter for, but it also becomes a messaging service for video and audio calls, that's pretty interesting. And then there's one more nugget to toss in here. I saw on the news, Google I think it was, Pretty quietly, X has applied to be a crypto outlet. Hmm. So what if Twitter becomes the hub for social media, news, direct communication for calls and video, and your bank? Now, again, this could be the biggest failure in the history of everything. I mean, the biggest failure. But what if it's not? What if we are watching someone who, regardless of what we think, is ahead of us in putting things together and seeing the future? What if we're watching someone assemble the Lego pieces of what a media company should be now and in the future? It's interesting. Good morning, Stephanie. It's interesting to me for the construction purposes. Because if he's seeing what should be or could be, whether or not his company can fulfill it, I find that inspiring when I sit down to think about my business, thinking what should my business be? How should all of the pieces fit together? What do people want even if they don't know it yet? That's how I look at it. So again, this is not a story about uh, Twitter and I think it's great and you should be like it. That's not what I'm saying. I just want you to look at what's going on with, huh, what is he up to?
clearly up to something. And again, to me, I find that inspirational as an assembler of ideas. Is that a word? Assembler of ideas? Um, yeah, there's something going on there. All right. I was casually reading futurism.com this morning to get ready for the show. As I do every day, I check futurism.com to make sure that I'm up to speed so I can present the best show for you possible. And there's a new study that we need to pay attention to. The study says that uh, heart attacks can give warning signs. There's a new study by the Smith Heart Institute that says half of cardiac patients have physical symptoms not five minutes before they have a heart attack. They have physical symptoms an entire day before the heart attack. Now, hold up. If you're like me, you thought one day you're doing small business mornings and then the next minute, you know, doornails. That's what happens. You're just gone. It's You're done. Like, you know what we should do? Like, that's how it works. Well, this study is saying, hmm, half of the people are having physical symptoms a day before. Now, that's interesting. What are the symptoms? Wouldn't you like to know what are the symptoms? So if you feel these symptoms, you could say, huh, that's a cardiac arrest symptom. I should probably go see somebody. It would be great if the symptoms that they're reporting are super unique. For example, huh, I can't see colors anymore. Everyone knows that's a heart attack symptom. Or, huh, I'm suddenly craving black licorice. Which, by the way, no one should crave black licorice. That stuff is disgusting. But if all of a sudden I'm craving black licorice, huh, heart attack symptom. Wouldn't that be great if the symptoms were that unique? That way we would know, oh, I should go see someone. No, they're not that unique, but they are related to heart attacks. So here are the symptoms. So put these into your memory banks here. Women, if you have shortness of breath, that is one of the symptoms that they're saying half of the women who had cardiac arrest felt a full day before. And men, if you have chest pain, chest pain, a day before, you might have a heart attack. You should probably go see somebody. Those aren't the most unique symptoms in the history of symptoms, but this study says that we need to take these symptoms seriously. And I knew there was going to be a black licorice truther in the audience. Barbara, seriously? Oh, it's like chewy depression black licorice. Like, why would I purposely put that in my mouth? Oh, I mean, I'm glad you enjoy it. Good for you, but mm, good gravy. Not for me. So remember those symptoms, shortness of breath, chest pain. Those two are, according to a new study, something that could advise you a day in advance that it could be a symptom. Okay, here's what's going on. We are going to do our question of the day. What is a habit that you're trying to break? And I've got a meme of the day standing by that we're going to uh, talk about here because it is the perfect uh, meme for this time of week 
and this time of year. So we'll do that in just a minute. And uh, yes, Stephanie, thank you for agreeing that chewy depression is what black licorice tastes like because that's that's pretty accurate. And if you're just joining us, this is Small Business Mornings. Uh, this is the web's daily show for solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. All right, before we get to the meme, before we do the question of the day, let's recap what happened yesterday. Yesterday, we did a special edition of the show. It was called the Idea Slamathon, and it was for the Islands of Brilliance. It was a charity stunt to raise money. And this little show by a guy in his basement, thanks to your generosity, we raised $300 for the Islands of Brilliance by doing live brainstorming on the air. And I will say, we came up with some pretty good stuff for the folks that decided to come on the air and get the brainstorming help. So a big shout out to Elisa Ruer, Susie Moon, Dottie Posto, Stephanie Kern, Sue Gresham, and Talmar Anderson. Thank you all for contributing to the Islands of Brilliance. And thank you to our friends at Bank59 for being continued heroes of the Idea Collective and the projects that I decide to roll out to the world. Could not do it without our friends at Bank59. But thank you for your generosity and for supporting that amazing charity. And a big shout out to all of you that joined us in the chat and helped us brainstorm. Because again, I think we came up with some pretty good stuff for the folks that called in. So it was a cool project and a test to see if we could affect change like that just by doing a daily live stream on LinkedIn and YouTube. There's one other thing about that that I'm pretty geeked about. Geeked. I haven't said I'm geeked about something since junior high. But I'm pretty geeked about that. Will you dance with me? <laughs> pretty geeked. For the first time ever, this little show had 100 same-day viewers. So on the show yesterday, we had 100 people tune in. That might not sound like much. But as we go from who the heck are you to a daily live show for every solopreneur in the country, this is a milestone. And I'm super excited about it. So everyone that tuned in yesterday, thank you for your support. And everyone that gave to the charity, I really appreciate it. Now that we've had 100, the next goal is 1,000 same-day viewers. We will see if we can get there. So thank you, everyone, for doing it. It was a lot of fun. Let's move on. Our meme of the day is not a belly laugh, but it's really a gut check about where we are. It's Thursday, August 31st. In other words, two days before a three-day weekend and two days before a three-day weekend, that's pretty much the finale of good times. Because when we get back on Tuesday, womp womp, it's winter. Now, not exactly, but it's pretty much the winter pattern and summer is over-ish. So Thursday morning, prior to Labor Day, here is your meme of the day. <laughs> Isn't that true? Isn't that true? Like, give me the bottomless coffee maker to get me through today and tomorrow, because that's pretty much how it is right now. That's your meme of the day, because it's just so on brand. And what are you doing to get through? the next two days. We're going to do our do the freaking thing here in a minute. But what are you doing 
to get through the next two days. Because if you're like me, the one thing that you really want to do is nothing. Ah, oh, what's my to-do list today? I've got a <laughs> nothing. Wouldn't that be great just to like close the laptop and be like, you know what I want to do today? Zero. Big nada. But we can't because we got stuff we got to do. And we got to make sure that we take care of the beeswax. So when we come back on Tuesday the 5th, we're ready to win the small business game. So doing the uh, freaking thing for today, let's talk about it. This is the segment of the show where we do accountability at scale. I'm encouraging you to take a moment, whether you're out walking the dog, whether I'm on in the background, hello, or you're tuned in here with the chat and such, to think about what must be done today. So... When you get back with us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central, you can feel like it was a successful day. Don't put it out in the universe. Put it out to Pat. Write it down, and if you feel like sharing it in the comments, please do. For me, yesterday, in addition to the um, Idea Slamathon, we had some pretty Kind of interesting Elon-like meetings, in fact. We had two meetings, one about the 2023 Small Business Conference and one about the 2024 Small Business Conference. And here's what I'll tell you. Without a doubt, the 23 conference is going to be the best one we've ever done. Guaranteed. The 2021 and 2022 conferences were awesome. The 2023 conference is going to be incredible. I'm so excited for this year's event, and that's happening in November. I should probably put up the thing in case you don't know what it's about. Three-day conference, small business owners in one place. Get away from your work. Come here for Marcus Limonis and other keynote speakers. Meet everyone in the Idea Collective. It changes your business. It is... Oh, it's just incredible. And this year's is going to be incredible. But, but, but we're already having meetings about the 2024 conference. And we have a proposal out right now for the 2024 conference that if it goes through, next year's conference might be 10 times bigger than this year's. That's conservative, actually. The proposal that we sent out yesterday is so hot, so amazing. I can't even. I can't even cross everything that can be crossed, hoping that we get a yes on this proposal. Because if we get a yes on that proposal, there will be before this thing and after this thing. That's how big it is. And everyone that comes to the 2023 retreat conference will have first access to the 24 thing. That's how big it is because the 24 thing may sell out in a week. I'm not even kidding. It's that big. So it has been deep thought and planning for me yesterday and today. That's what I'm going to be doing the freaking thing today. So hopefully you're going to spend some time today and do the freaking thing and be ready for the weekend. Okay. Let's do this. Let's talk about our question of the day. Question of the day, and then we're going to get out of here so we can go get our stuff done and get into the weekend. Our question of the day is, what is a bad habit you're trying to break? 
And this is funny because Stephanie just caught me with one of the bad habits I'm trying to break, calling it the small business retreat because that's what it used to be called. This year, it's the small business conference. So I got to put a dollar into the swear jar every time I do that. So yes, that's a bad habit that I'm trying to break. So what is a bad habit that you're trying to break? Bad habits are tough because oftentimes we enjoy what the bad habit is. I mean, if you enjoy black licorice, Barbara, that might be a habit you're trying to you know stop because you like it. A lot of our bad habits we like. Some of our bad habits we don't necessarily like, but we can't stop doing. So what is a bad habit that you're trying to break? And when you bring awareness to that thing, all of a sudden you can use your energy to try and get rid of that bad habit. And I am trying to break the habit of using social media as much during the day because it is completely pointless. It is so pointless, but I find myself getting caught in these cycles. Do you get caught? Tell me I'm not alone that you get caught in these cycles. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Idea Collective, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just again and again and again. And I might be on one of these stuck cycles for 30, 40 minutes before I realize, what am I doing? Stop. Has that ever happened to you? I think that's the biggest one, is getting lost in the social media cycles throughout the day. And there are others, like logging into Netflix so I can walk on the stupid treadmill because I need to lose my 24-pack that I have down here. Uh, But whatever the habit is, think about what it is, and that's the question of the day. In addition to that, it's thinking about what habits you want to start. And Stephanie has one here that she's trying to break. Watching Netflix too long and spending too much time on Instagram at night. Yeah, 100%. Those are very common habits that we're trying to break. Sometimes it's um, powerful, though, to think about what habits are we trying to start. So I'm trying to move more. Not going so great. Trying to cut back my carbs. Uh, And the other thing that I'm really trying to work on, and this one's really important to me, I'm trying to get back into the habit of really passionately, genuinely, with the power of a thousand burning suns, hating on the Green Bay Packers. Because, friends, we are about nine days away from the first game of the year. And I'm a little out of practice when it comes to hating on the Packers. But you know what? Hey, football season's here. It is time to hate on the Packers. I mean, hate on the Packers. You can't just kind of hate on the Packers. If you're a Bear fan, you got to really hate on the Packers. And the reason why is they're gross. And secondly, they've been kicking our ass for about 41 years in a row. So you can't show up to week one and just casually hate on the Packers. Oh, nay, nay. I got to be on my game. That by kickoff next Sunday, I'm like, I'm tuned. I am chat GPT refined with my hatred. I need to be on point with the laser focused, burning an ant through the magnifying glass hatred of the Packers. So that's what I'm working on. 
So whatever it is that you're trying to break your habits, work on that or start a new habit and join me, won't you? In hating on the Green Bay Packers because you know what? They deserve it. Yeah, I said it. They deserve it. Too bad. All right, before we get out of here, I want to remind you if you're viewing the show and you're thinking, okay, an idea slam sounds interesting. Wow. This is a conversation that I'm vibing with because it's really talking about how it is to be a small business owner, good days and bad. And there's some stuff on the show that sometimes makes me think. And if that's you, I'd like to meet you. I want to learn about your business. I want to connect you with some of the like-minded folks inside the Idea Collective that you know value collaboration over competition. I want to give you a test drive of the Idea Slam for small business owners. It's really a fun opportunity, and this is a free event we're doing September 13th. It's called the Backstage Brainstorm. So if you want to learn more about the Idea Collective and what we're doing, if you want to talk about your small business and get a little bit, little bit of free help, this is an opportunity for you. September 13th is the day of the first one, and I would love to have you join us at that event. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I appreciate your help yesterday raising money for charity. That was really great. And I'm really excited that you tuned in today because this is the foundation of this conversation for small business owners. I feel like taking tomorrow at 9 a.m. off, but I'm not going to do that to you. Because if you're going to get up and work tomorrow, I'm going to get up and work tomorrow. We will be back right here on our YouTube channel and on my LinkedIn 9 a.m. Central for the holiday finale of Small Business Mornings. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m.